happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Drove to the paddock, hit the showers. Didn't even get no static from the cowards. Cause just yesterday, them fools tried to blast me. Saw the police and they rolled right past me. No flexing. Didn't even look in the nigga's direction as I ran the intersection. Went to Short Dog's house. We was watching your TV raps. What's the haps on the craps? Hey, shake them up, shake them up, shake them up, shake them. Roll them in a circle of niggas and watch me break them with the seven. Seven eleven. Seven eleven. Seven even back though little joe i picked 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 up up the the cash flow and then we played bones and i'm yelling dominoes plus nobody i know got killed in south central la today was a good day (laughs) how do you niggas make timeless music like this Yo, that left house. my nigga's house paid. Picked up a girl trying, trying to fuck since the 12th grade. It's ironic. I had the bruise, she had the chronic. The, the Lakers, Lakers beat the Supersonics. Ooh, ooh. I felt on the big fat fanny. Pulled out, out the, the jammy and killed that poo nanny. Let's go. <laughs> Nigga, come on, like, if a nigga having a good day and ain't getting no cheeks, <laughs> it wasn't really a good day. <laughs> In the really? day off, right. You know what I'm saying? Trying to hit since the 12th grade, fam. That's like we was talking. We was talking about um your Gotti and Angela Simmons hooking up, Facts. fam. When you get that, girl that light that you behind wanted, you, that yellow one. Uh, when you get the girl that you've been wanting, you know, for a long time, bro, you just got to show and prove, man. So I personally hope your Gotti and Angela Simmons living their best life. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe they was actually talking before, like popping out together. Maybe. They was getting to know each other behind the scenes. Absolutely. Before they just jumped in, into the pictures that we see now. Because I feel like most niggas in this day and age, when you get the girl that you've been eyeing from across the room, she don't end up being who you might have thought or wanted her to be when you actually talk to her. And vice versa for women. They see niggas that they interested in. They just be stunting and fronting on the regular. So it's the same shit. But No, absolutely. Yo Gotti has to be the person he's been... He, he has to be the character he's been betraying to be. Like, this guy who's always under control, yeah. knows Which what he's doing. I actually, I actually think he is, honestly. So if he, I, I is, he is, I think that him and Angelo would be all right. If he yeah. is this I, boss a boss guy that he yeah. says that he is. You I, know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I don't know. I know quite a bit about Gotti. Of course, I don't know the nigga personally, of course. But absolutely, based on what he's presented to the world to, to dissect and assess, yeah, I think he's pretty solid as far as what he represents. I give him that. And Angela Simmons has to play it's a Dolph, part. It's Dolph, though. Angela, Angela, Angela Simmons has to play a part, too. You can't be somebody's crush, and then, you know, you talk to him, and you go like, ah. Well, you know boring. what? Man, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Really? <laughs> you know who I thought you were. <laughs> Think I'm good. Hey, that works. <sighs> you know what? <laughs> this bitch annoying. Ah, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. She <laughs> me again? Man, I was just with you. Uh, let's intro the pot. <clears throat> no, it's been so long, man. I got to remember my intro. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Flaw Seven Hundred, aka Flaw Claw Van Dam, aka Flaw Cigar, <laughs> aka your boy Dump Some Go Ahead. to you. And who you be? What's happening, folks? It's your guy Fresco Fame Man, the flyest, freshest young man on the microphone. You're that. Holla at your boy. And this is episode 201, 201 of man. the podcast, Brothers. <laughs> Along with this being episode 201, man, man this stop is. Stop yelling. My daughter's asleep. 
In other words, <laughs> I'm not yelling. Yeah, you are. And 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 also, this being episode two hundred one, this is actually January first, man. January Happy 1, New Year, Happy New Year, bro. I have Happy no New Year. Department. Uh, the motivation behind this year. It's the year of 23. It's the year of the GOAT. It's the year of Michael Jordan. Oh, whoa. You got to wait for next year for that. The GOAT? 24? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the year of the GOAT, man. Year 23. Um, you see him? I do see him. I you do see, see him? him. I do see him. Year uh, 24. I'm pretty sure he's going to be on the 2K cover next year. Uh, NBA 2K24. It would, it would only be right, man. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, and I don't like... They ain't renamed... He should have got a, a, a one of the new trophies renamed after him, not the All Star Trophy, man. He need a more significant trophy, bro. Because again, like you mentioned before, like NBA players don't die, not tragically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it stands out a lot more. So it's the MVP trophy, the motherfucking uh uh, nah, not the MVP. I'm perfectly fine with the MVP trophy being named after Jordan. I'm not gonna lie, I was I was more okay with the MVP trophies being or the awards being named at the players I wasn't familiar with. But it's having, a little weird now, yeah, right? Yeah, now it's like the Michael Jordan award. But like, nah, I feel like I feel like oh, I feel like niggas in the older generation could have felt the same way, like the Bill Russell trophy and shit. It's like. No, but imagine growing up hating Bill Russell. But it didn't get named Bill Russell until like our generation, like Bill, Gen- like Bill Russell's yeah, generation was that's like decades over. Like they didn't give it. They didn't. It wasn't called the the NBA Finals MVP, the Bill Russell Awards, when Shaq and Kobe was winning. I think they just recently changed like five years ago. I think you're right. So it just it it just means more. Like okay, a legend, but to name this Michael Jordan Award and he's still here. Like he's the owner of the league. He don't like none of y'all. <laughs> you keep winning. It's a nah, war. I mean, nah, yeah, that's a good point. Now nah, I think it's. I think it's. You gotta give give respect to the legends while they here, man. Don't wait till niggas. Don't wait for niggas to die to show them they. You know what I'm saying? To give them they, they roses and shit. That's an absolute fact. Uh, hey man, since episode 200, I think the last episode was November 19th. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So we missed a whole month and a half, but here we it's are. A bunch of shit. We missed everything. A lot has been happening. So with that being said, man, we definitely want to start this episode off with saying rest in peace to our grandmother, Mama Jean. You know she lived a full life, 76 years 76, young. 76, baby. Um, you know this episode's dedicated to you. Uh, we love you. Rest in peace, Grandma. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but what has been up since the last episode? Anything new? Want me to go first? For me, man. Show you right. Uh, I think the biggest uh, change in my life, man, is I've officially become, you know, a G-pop. This is your granddaddy. Your granddaddy. Granddaddy. <laughs> I became, a, I become a grandfather. Uh, my granddaughter was born on Thanksgiving. You know, woke up to, you know, the news that the delivery happened. It's, it's different. It's the, the the difference is is you don't kind of know what to do. Because you used to... Being a grandpa for the first time? Being a grandpa. Because yeah. it's like, you know, it's not your child. Right. So it's like... But it is. But it, it is, but it, it isn't. It is, but it isn't. So it's like the responsibility... Like, how do you pull back responsibility from your responsibility? Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, usually when a child is born, you at the hospital, you're doing this, you're taking care, you're doing this. But it's just like, wait a minute, this is not my child. And, I, and you got to fall along. Like, this is the, he had, she has a mother, she has a father. She's got relatives. She's got all types of families. It's like you're not the most important person in their life. You get what I'm saying? Like from mm-hmm. from my seeds. Mm-hmm. Like usually I'm the one making the babies and I'm handling my responsibilities as a father. But as a grandfather, you get to you actually get to fall back. It's actually a wonderful thing. The baby cries. Hey, 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 mom. Hey, 
Baby's hey, hungry. Get your baby. <laughs> Go get the baby. Come get your baby. Hey, hey, hey. I'm actually what you want. I slightly disagree. On what? Just a, just a smidge as far as, uh, like, me as a grandpa, like, I'm, I'm setting shit in line. Like, no, it's not my kid. No, it's not, you know what I'm saying, my situation. But y'all definitely going to be coming to me more often than not with either help or wanting me to watch the baby or venting about whatever you're you know what I'm saying? Co-parenting or relationship situation is and shit like that. So within those lines of providing that information, I'm letting them know how to take care of my grandkid. You know what I'm saying? Like, now listen now, I'm gonna tell you, da-da-da-da, and y'all gonna do this, but don't let nothing happen to my baby, or don't let don't put my baby in the middle of situations. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna fuck both of y'all up. See, I would stay away from that for the simple fact is that <clears throat> there's other grandparents involved. Like, it's not just you as the parent. Like, the fuck? like I'm just saying, right? If you that ain't go- got nothing to do with me, a certain my position and my authority as granddad, like okay. they going, they going, they going assert their authority in their way too for they for them to get their respect as an elder. But I'm saying you're not the only granddad. Yeah, I'm not. What I got to say and what I got to put down isn't stepping on the other person's toes. Okay, you know but, I'm, but I'm speaking if it is because there could be a lot of things that you might not agree with. Like when you see the baby, you go, okay, why they why are they doing or eating or you know what I'm saying? Like it, it mean, could be it's, something it's, that you believe in yeah. to where you go, hey, I don't want my grandbaby doing that. Well, right, <laughs> it's gonna be some. I mean, in, in that sense, that's just like being a parent. You know what I'm saying? It's it's even if it is your kid, it's still gonna be shit that people gonna override you about. The, right now, reverse it because we have inst- we have real life inst- uh, situations where the grandparents might overstep their boundaries, and you yeah. go, "Wait a minute, I'm the pappy." Right? Wait, we don't want to hush do that. up. And then grandma go, "Hey, boy, what I just tell you to do?" Right, but it's like, "Yo, I'm the pappy. You're not." Like that's how it is. The grandparents, the older generation, are always going to have something smart to- or something to say or give you some advice on how to raise your child. Yeah, because the kids don't know what the fuck they now. Doing. It's reversed. I'm just saying because like we're still young. Like, bro, I'm a grandfather, bro, and I probably. We don't look Still like Still trip me out What I hear that We don't look like Yesterday's grandparents You will when you By the time your grandkid Can call you grandpa No Depends on <laughs> Depends on how I'm living Like I don't I don't no, I'm just saying bro Like It's like you said It's not the same Like you ain't got I mean You do got the baldy But You ain't mm. got You ain't got like the, the car with no roof Like you ain't got the no ceilings With the shit on the side It's a lot of things You don't have the physical Like physical frame The hunched over Arthritis yeah. Can't move my hands yeah, but Can't walk Your granddaughter nah, Won't even know What the fuck that is So she won't even Equate that With, with elders and, and grandparents Right How you carry yourself And what she sees From you The time she's able To put those pieces together Is what she's going To recognize As elderly And grandfatherly I'll be 40 This year Yes by the time I grant- By the time she's 10 You're going to be 50 So now it's going to be st- like You're going to be doing Grandpa shit But if I'm st- no, see this yeah, is this to is, her. Yes, no, you are. No, this, my grandfather drives that car. I don't want that. <laughs> this is where you're wrong. You know this saying? is this is what I'm trying to put you down on. If I'm, I'll be 40. As long as I continue to take care of myself, like we've seen, there's different versions today of an 80 year old man. Like there's more than one 80 year old man. Is what I'm saying. Back then, if you was 80, you knew somebody was 80. Today, if you are taking care of yourself, eating right, you you can be one or two eighty Bro, year old men. Now, nah, I, I understand what you're saying because your son look older than me. <laughs> you my nephew looks. I'm 15 years older than him, bro. He looked 10 years older than me. Like, Probably just the beard. It's definitely the beard, and he taller than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so you're right. And we even kind of dress similar sometimes. I'll be kind of making it a point. Like, when I go somewhere with my nephew, I got to put on a collared shirt. Now, think about shit it. Shit like that. Think about it. There probably wasn't... No, no, no. 
Let me take that back. There was swag back in the day. But just because, and I say when you turn it was 60. different swag. But suit, suits, right? Suits. Yeah. But when you turn 60, are you going to be you or are you going to be, well, I'm 60, so let me just put the overalls on. I don't know. You're going to be I'm gonna you. Be me. All right, suits, nigga, Jordans, what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. So you're not, we're not going to be the typical grandparents. That's what I'm saying. Nigga, bumping trap it. music. Hey, get your asses in that car seat. What the fuck? <laughs> Sit back, man. I'm going to be talking to grandpa while I'm listening to my trap music. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I'm listening to little baby. Shut your ass up. <laughs> all the Teddy Pendergrass is gone. All that. You know hey, what I'm saying? Like, funny, funny thing about that is, I'll let you get to, you know, what you've been up to, but the funny thing about that, the last thing, um, my son, who's, you know, 21, um, I came into the house after coming back from the gym. And he had on some music, right? I don't know who the artist was, but the artist, the music was the same. If you don't let me go, kill yourself. I don't like the way these guys talk to women. It's just like they, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, so my granddaughter came over. I'm like, yo, she don't want to hear this. So he puts on some some different type of music, like some Michael Jackson. See like that, that right there. And I'm, but, but listen to what I'm telling them. There's some, there's some music here, boy. <laughs> That's this, exactly this what is, I was about to say. This is the music. <laughs> that right there is grandpa shit. This is the music. Because they don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> you told him to turn off the young hot popping nigga telling the hoes to kill himself if you don't love me to put on Michael Jackson. Nigga, you it was, old, it was nigga. Some, it was some other artists too, but yeah, that right there. Yeah, that was a grandpa move. But music, but we're never going to escape the music part of it. Like, they say once you hit a certain age, you tend to turn off new music and you stay within your realm of, hey, I like this. Yeah. So even though something might be hot today, the nostalgia effect is still, what it's, was I playing at a certain age? Yeah. And it's going like to be Like you felt like you was in a good a good point in your life or where you was that nigga. Like, and man, it, I'm going back and I'm listening to, bitch, my grandkids going to get in this car and hear this G-Unit niggas. <laughs> They be like, yo, my grandpa really likes what they said. But it makes sense though, right? Because when we was coming up, everybody was telling us our music was trash. Right. Now it's really hard to believe that if I put on some 50 Cent or some Nas or some Wu-Tang and y'all put on on some, oh, I love it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll be listening like, what the fuck? What is this? I don't get it. And then they look at me like, man, nobody want to hear that crap you playing? I don't get it. And it's different too because when we was coming up, when a rapper made it, it wasn't rap Rappers making it every day. It wasn't. it wasn't a new nigga getting signed every other day and shit like that. So the the, the selection of niggas that was actually popping wasn't that big. That's my point. The kid he was listening to, I don't know who he was, but he right. sounds like everybody else who makes that melodic, devilish music, like right. I, that drug pop, pill pop. Like rest music. in peace to Extension, right? Yeah, they all are him. They got me like oh. They all are him. I love that song by that nigga, by the way. They all is him, fam. But yep. what you been up to since uh, last time we potted, man? November 19th till now. Uh, I actually had a rough December, man. It was a lot of shit going on. I, really, I didn't have time to record if I wanted to. I, I, I got sick as fuck, bro. I was sick for like a week. Um, I was, you had COVID? I, nah, it wasn't COVID. It wasn't know? even the flu. I took tests. It wasn't even the flu. I was just down bad, bro. Like, I, I was at work, and I had to leave work early. And, like, I can't even walk. Like, my hips was hurting. My head was pounding. And I was just like, bro, like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So, while I'm trying to figure out, because in the field I work in, you can't leave. I work security and shit, so you can't leave until a person comes to believe you. But I can't wait that long. I needed to go immediately. You're... So I ended up was trying to call the numbers in the book to 
cover my ass and shit. So I ended up leaving because nobody was answering the phone. Bro, these niggas suspended me. These niggas suspended me because I called a phone number in the emergency contact book that I was told was not to be called. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I said, well, why the fuck is this contact information in the emergency contact list if he's not to be called? That's stupid as fuck. I'm telling, I'm telling this to my direct supervisor. Like, yo, see these numbers, whatever you do, don't, don't call. call. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Huh? Like, and I'm telling my supervisor, like, I'm, I'm like, yo, it's your name and then your phone number. You didn't answer. There's a number and name directly underneath of yours. So you mean I can't, I'm not supposed to call this guy if I can't reach you in an emergency situation because it says emergency contacts above both y'all names. Fuck is you talking about? So I ended up getting suspended. I got only put I only got put back on the schedule because I was emailing the fuck out of my boss's boss. Like, yo, this some bullshit, basically, is what I'm telling him. Like, why are you penalizing me for calling the number that's in the book? How the fuck else would I have gotten it? I wouldn't have called the nigga. I wouldn't be able to call him no other way. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like I can Google him or who even know who he is. So I got back on the schedule and shit. This nigga gonna try to be my friend and buy me breakfast the next day. <laughs> I ate it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ate it. <laughs> Give me this shit. <laughs> I ate it. It was Wendy's breakfast and shit. It was Yo, Wendy's smashed breakfast. It. Wendy's breakfast is the bomb. I didn't even say thank you neither though. He was just like, "Hey man, he got it. He talked with a listener shit. He was like, "Ew, what's so, up, Jay? Man, I got you a little something, a little breakfast." <laughs> just grabbed the bag and shit. Like, man, give me that shit, nigga. Like I was in, like I was in prison or something. Give me that bag, motherfucker. <laughs> But, uh, hey, they got to definitely change their rules when it comes to this time of the year, flu season, COVID season, and I think it's something else. Like, if there's something happening, there has to be some type of relief. You can't just say, hey, I can't, I'm not, you can't leave, you go nowhere. Right. Um, because if you're carrying, potentially carrying uh, something this that is, could possibly this is, affect somebody else. This is the weird thing. He said, he said he wasn't mad at me for leaving. He was like, oh, by all means, if you feel too ill to stay here, go ahead and leave. So, so what are you suspending me for? <laughs> for calling a number in an emergency contact book? You need to suspend the nigga that didn't take this number off of here if it's not to be called. What the fuck is you talking about? You see this which number was, here? Which was probably him. <laughs> then update the information and shit. Mm-hmm. So now the nigga that I called, called him, cursing him the fuck out. Like, why the fuck is this nigga calling me? You know what I'm saying? So now you want to take it out on me and shit because you ain't update the information where you was supposed to, you fucking dick. That's how it be though, fam. Like, yo, do not call me. Call him. Right, right. Like, so I'm, he got that call like, hey, man, one of your fucking employees caught me. Bitch, I'm too boss for the little niggas to be calling me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, nigga, I'm, I'm too, too boss bossy. For this what did he want? I'm too bossy for this. You know what I'm saying? So I done stirred up the whole bunch of shit not even knowing it. Meanwhile, nigga, I'm just sick and just trying to go home. Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to lose my job by just abandoning the post and just leaving. So I was trying to cover all my bases by actually talking to somebody and making sure that didn't happen. And what happened? That shit happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too bossy to be talking to your employees. That's your job. Know how your fucking employees calling me? But um, so then that happened. So I was suspended for a week. I got back on the next week. Then grandma passed away. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a month of fucking emotions, bro. Because a week after her funeral was my son's birthday. I mean, it's then first it's Christmas, then it's his birthday. Like this is just a whole bunch of. Uh, emotions fluctuating back and forth. Like I remember the first couple of days, I remember just trying to be there for mom and trying to make sure she was good. And then like three, four days later, but I started thinking about our vacations at all times. We went on cruises on them. We on different islands, and I just that shit hit me hard as hell, bro. I broke down like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. 
for like a good hour. I just couldn't stop boohooing. It was one of them. I was fighting. Mine's like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, I was doing the same. <laughs> then it would just come out, yo. <laughs> I was doing the same shit, man. You, you like, it hit me out the blue. And shit. <laughs> Mine hit me out the blue because I was doing the same shit. I was in the crib smoking. My girl, she had stepped out for a minute and I was just kind of chilling in the crib smoking and this album that me and grandma used to listen to on our vacation started playing and I didn't play it. Like my shit, my playlist was on shuffle mm-hmm. and the shit just came on and as I was listening to it, by the way, the album is Bob Marley and the Wailers, by the way, which is a fucking, it's probably one of my favorite albums top to bottom of all time. That's, like, that's on my top, top three or five albums of all time. But um, that joint started playing, bro, and the memories hit me, and I just, I just lost it. His face was all red. It was hot. I'm a black ass nigga, bro. Nigga mm-hmm. got to be really, really hot for my face to be red. Yeah. Yeah. So, see, so yeah, then that happened, and then Christmas came, and I went with my girlfriend's family out and had a a, a spot, a little like a twelve bedroom spot out in uh, Cape May, and we was out there for the weekend, and it was really dope, man. I took my son with me, our daughter. And we was with them just hanging out the whole weekend, uh, eating different foods. It was different events and games and shit they had for the kids. It was it was pretty dope. And then my son's birthday was two days later. And then just yesterday, you know what I'm saying, y'all came, not yesterday, Friday, the family pulled up and we had a little little gathering for the kids and my niece, Diddy. So mm-hmm. that was my December, man. It was a whole bunch, of, whole bunch of up and down with emotion. Yeah, it was definitely time off needed. It's a lot happening. It's hard to pod, hard to pod in that uh, scenario, um, and one thing that you know I never really told nobody was just happened recently. You know when you know Mama Jean did pass. Um, when I got the message that hey, Mama Jean's not going to make it, like I think she wound up passing the next day, mm-hmm. but the day before, like the day that they said she's not going to make it, that's where I was in my emotional bag. So I had let it out the day before she passed. So when I got the text that she did pass, it was like okay, you know, but. What, what ironically, right? So you got your memories of your grandmother, and one of the main memories is this: the Moonwalker. That's that was our, the movie. The movie, uh-huh. and I just remember Thriller. It was the biggest. It was mm-hmm. one of the biggest things, right? At the time where I got the message, once again, how the universe works. My son turns on the Michael Jackson experience and he starts playing Thriller. Wow. I couldn't help but smile. You get what I'm saying? It's just wow. like, I just got this message and you were downstairs dancing to Thriller and all I could just think of. So it's just like, he kind of saved me at that moment yeah. because it was just like, you got to listen to the universe when it talks to you. Usually he down there playing 2K or something like that. Mm-hmm. He chose Fortnite this day, he chose this day to play the Michael Jackson experience and dance to Thriller, which is one of the songs that I really never heard him dance to. So it was. I was just like, yeah, that's pretty dope. He but it just, was full circle. Thing. Yeah, you just got to smile. And I became a, once again, I became a grandfather. Like my grandma passed, and I became a G pop. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I just be looking at, like you said, full circle situations that happens, and you go, this is, this is just how it is, man. And yeah, man. one more thing, Mama Jean did it right. Be rough on your kids, but spoil your grandkids. <laughs> they used to hate how Mama Jean's boy does, fam. Like, Mama Jean was the nicest person I ever met in my life, fam. Mm-hmm. That woman never raised her voice at me. Like, like she wasn't your typical grandma for me, fam. I don't care about y'all stories, but my mom, I don't care. It's my Mama Jean. <laughs> she Yo, was facts. an angel. Facts, I don't... Everybody got their stories about their mom and their dad, fam. Right. I don't care. Mama Jean was hey, good ain't got nothing me. to do with me. Got Sorry to do that happened me. to you. But she must have learned the lesson because... <laughs> 
That shit Somewhere down the line, she figured it out. And she learned the lesson. And she took it out on us, and we love it for it. Bro, my one of my worst moments in life when I got when I was a little sticky fingers nigga, when I was a little nigga running around here snatching shit up. And I got caught. She first mom whooped the shit out of me, of course, like moms should, but I thought Mama Jean was going to do the same thing because she gave me that phone call. I guess mom was on the phone talking to her about it, and then she, she put me on the phone like, here, your grandma want to talk to you. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Started sweating in my pits and shit like that. It got hot. So she was like, uh, you come home. You come straight home from school tomorrow. I want to talk to you. Shit. Yes, yes, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? In my head, I'm thinking, oh, shit. I'm like 11. And when she pulled up, I completely forgot she was coming. On the, I'm on the porch hanging out. I'm on locust like like anything's like anything good. And she pulled up and hit the horn. She had the red sonata. And she asked me to come to the car. And at that moment I felt safe because she didn't come in. I'm like, I know she ain't gonna whoop me in the car. <laughs> I know she ain't gonna whoop me in the car. People can see us. And um, you know, she just talked to me, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And she kind of dropped some of the gems that I always remembered in that conversation from being 11 and shit. And it kind of shaped how I started behaving. As I got older or whatever, but yeah, man, I got, I got, that's the only time I remember her getting stern with me though. Like the way she talked to me, I was, it was like, it was like she was whooping me with her words. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't, it it wasn't though. It was, she was teaching me lessons and shit. So, hey, to this day, like Mama Jean taught me the, the simplest gesture to do to your lady, right? And Mama Jean was the one who taught me to walk on the outside. Or the street? Or the street. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, does my girl love it every time. <laughs> oh, oof. You're on the wrong side. It's just it's simple stuff that work. But guess what? Mm-hmm. If you don't tell somebody, if you don't teach the guys, we're never going to know. Yeah. You work, like, you being next to me, you safe. I don't care if you want to curve. You know what I'm saying? But it's as just far a, as I'm concerned, when the car pull up and jump the curb, we both getting hit. This give a fuck who's standing with. That car don't got that car don't got no name on that car. Hey, hey, only hit broke. the only hit the nigga on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> nah, y'all both get hit. Yeah, but hey man, guess what? We here, we still doing it. Uh, you know, Mama Jean be proud of us. You know, she, you know, she has lovely grandchildren, man. And we gonna keep doing our thing. Uh, excuse me, Hennessy. Facts. I'm now I'm about, I'm definitely about to get that tat though. real quick. What tat? A Hennessy tat? No, motherfucker. Fuck grandma. <laughs> oh. What the fuck I look like, man? I just said Hennessy. Uh, they ain't paying me. Um, Because we haven't potted in it so long, I just want to do a recap of what we talked about on episode 200. Black Panther 2. Did you ever watch that again? No. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> RP to Takeoff. Uh, last take time we off. had an episode, our uh, Takeoff had just been assassinated. We're going to take off on the fucking... St- As we watching straightening as video we watch on YouTube. Straightening video, man. Spooky watching him, man. Like, it's ah, crazy, bro. It's spooky. Um, one of the topics we talked about is don't invite me to a place where I'm the only one where I only know you. I don't you. know you. Yes. I'll only be... I'll, I'll be uncomfortable. And the Kyrie Irving situation. So that was episode 200. If you want to hear that, go back uh, in the archives and check that out. That's just crazy, though, bro, because now you invite me to a place where I only know you. Now I got to follow you anywhere you go around this motherfucker. (laughs) You going to the bathroom? All right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not about to stay here with these niggas, bro. I'm going to leave. Last thing, you have any New Year's resolutions or you, you don't believe in it? I mean, it's just a mindset thing, though, man. It ain't really much of a resolution. It's just... It's just getting shit straightening. I think I think when it comes to the New Year's, starting from scratch is so motivating to people. That's why people do it. It's the first day of the year, fam. So everybody gets hyped. And I don't want to play nobody. But the year is long. So whatever it is you set out to do, 
Take it one day at a time, fam. The year is long. I think the year is long and the year is short. Because we quick to be like, damn, it's December already? Right. But the year was long. You know what, though? Years man? is long. Man. I ain't one of them people that see it as a fresh start, honestly. It's, a, it's just a, it's the next day. I don't look at January 1st as being really any different. Bro, it's 1-1. One, one. Like, but still. I mean, like, the date is different, yeah. But what about life is different? It, the motivation, I mean, I get the idea of it. But at the end of the day, bro, it's, it's, it's the same. Like, time is just a concept. And months is too. So it ain't really... Nothing too much different about fucking January first well, okay. and, and and December sixteenth. But I'm saying whatever it is you got going on in life, right? Like life ups and downs. A lot of times, most people want to say, "Okay, I'm gonna start today. I'm gonna start on Tuesday. I'm gonna start on Wednesday. I'm gonna start tomorrow." One one is the is the most motivating start of anybody's. All right, I'm gonna redo this again. Like us potting. On the first of January, okay, mm-hmm. we starting off. What are we doing? Starting off the year right. Yeah, no, what you going that. else do today? Like, what else you going to do today? Right? Yeah, I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? So that's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. One, 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 not one, two, not one, three. But you can go. Ah, it's the fourth. Still early. I'm gonna start fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up. That's all, right. all I'm. That's all it's I'm the, saying. It's you the tenth. You can do that. You can do that on. You can do that on May thirtieth too. Yeah, that's some, that's but, all I'm saying. But a one, one is the freshest start you'll get. All that's right. all I'm saying. Right. Yes, on May 31st, you can go, all right, I'm starting. <laughs> Any day of the year, yeah, yes, you can. Yo, the but there's op- nothing fresher than 1-1. One yo, one. You still running from the same ops on 1-1. One one. You was running from <laughs> on May 16th. Like, it's just, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, man. Them same demons that you had yesterday is here today, my nigga. One, one. I get you. You the same nigga you I was. got it. I'm not telling you that if you do not start on <laughs> one, one, you are a loser for the rest of the year. Right. I'm not saying that. But one, one is still the freshest start you'll get. Right. Why not start at the top of the year? That's all I'm saying. Oh, man. Why mm-hmm. don't think like that about January 16th? <laughs> What about what because. you was doing January 16th last year? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like Bro. January 1st, the only last year date. And, and honestly, <laughs> shout out to the people who feel like New Year's is their birthday. Who the fuck feel like that? Uh, okay, all right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't never so, I, don't, okay. I, only, I know people who birthday on New Year, but, but I technically, don't know like... technically, your New Year is your birthday, though. Technically. What the fuck? How? You're born in if you what you born. All right. All right. No, all right, no. Hey, right. Get to it. Nah, Just, fam. Make a fool of yourself real quick. <laughs> nah. Make a fool of yourself real quick. I'm here for it. Technically, a year is 365. So let's use us as an example. June birthdays. Our year is in June. So what the fuck they got to do with January 1st? If you want to use your birthday as a start of a new year, you can. That's what I'm saying. That's 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 what it is. That's why it's your birthday. <laughs> so what do you... All right. So I'm saying you can use January 1st okay. or your birthday. Those are the most common two New Year start dates. Like, oh, it's my birthday. I'm I'm a, I'm a new year. So like, you can go, it's oh, a new year. Okay. I, or you I can get, go, I get I'm a year older. I'm a start now. This is what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Hey. I follow you. <laughs> like you, like you, pretty simplistic stuff here, but you, I understand. You throw we gotta out, break it down. You throw out May thirtieth, but what's the significance of May thirtieth? Nothing but a day. Like, okay, why are you starting May thirtieth? Because at I least just, I just got the vibe to do it today. But at least nothing if it's told your, me to say, you know what, fuck, it, I'm gonna start doing this. But right at now. least if it's your birthday, you can go. Like me, I'll be forty. That's a that's a big stepping stone for some big ass number. Though. So I might wanna not eat pork when I turn. I don't know. 
I might want to. I'm travel more, or I'm a workout. I'm whatever. I could. That's a new year for yeah. people. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I agree with that. You're, you're playing into my clown, point. You, you're just trying to clown me on that though. Nah, nah, we were saying the same thing in different ways. We got to the same point at the end of it, so I'm I'm cool with that. Well, you I, can start you, the motivation you got today when it go from twelve thirty one to one one. You can have that same shit when it go from June thirty first to July first. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And in the fiscal year, the new year is in June. Like you get know what I'm saying? Like everybody year is different. So whatever day you decide is your new year, you can start. All of this shit is subjective, as you said. It is. It is. It's subjective. But whatever motivates you the most. I'm just saying 1-1 is the most motivational day of the year for a majority of the people because it's 1-1. It's hard to be motivated when it's whatever. Listen, yesterday was last last year. It don't count for today. Like, there's no more motivated than the 1-1 fresh start, fam. You talking about what happened in 2022? (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) It was last week. All niggas... (laughs) All niggas do is talk about old shit, man. <laughs> niggas still listen to the 90s R&B. Niggas still talk about the old rappers being the best rappers that came. And these new niggas, like, it's always old shit. We still talking about Michael Jordan being the greatest. We still talking about these niggas in the NBA today can't play. It's the style of basketball they did back in the day. That's all niggas do is talk about old shit. Christmas just passed. I'm going to talk about who's been naughty or nice. Okay. One of the last few episodes that we talked about, I think we got on 50 Cent's son, Marquise, for being upset that he's only bringing in five to 7000 a month. Oh. It's not enough. Oh, my God. <laughs> what if I want wings, Dad? <laughs> I can't get rims now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> like on uh, Step uh, uh, Step Brothers when he left you $20, Dad. <laughs> What if I want wings? <laughs> what if I want wings, boy? Like you can't, Fuck you. You can't eat off the seven grand. And we made a point that, hey, there's a lot of child stars that, hey, would not bite the fan, hand that feeds you. And mm. one of them was King Combs. And one of them was Romeo, I think we might have mentioned. I think we did mention Romeo. Boy, oh boy. This well, time fly. That? Let's talk about it, right? Um, So, Romeo Master P, one of his children, his daughter passed away. From suicide or oh, overdose on Damn. pills. I, I, I didn't know what happened to her. Yeah, so uh, one of Romeo's sibling passed away. Romeo's daughter died. And Master P handled the grief how he handled it. Fast forward, a, YouTube, a DJ named Switch passed away from suicide, right? Mm-hmm. Master P made a public post saying, rest in peace, um, and not in so many words, but he said that. Romeo took offense to it and... Said when it comes to his own family, he's silent, but is running to somebody he didn't even know to post, uh, you know, rest in peace. A lot of people had a problem with that. I didn't. I didn't know that's how it started. That's how. Well, that's how it started on social media, right. according so to Romeo. Was, so about so P was privately grieving his daughter, but whichever way he knew, whichever way he wanted to, right. It's my daughter. Right. And then it happened with old boy and he posted about him and then Romeo felt... Romeo said, oh, you you can post about him but you're silent when it comes to my sister. Mm, That's tough. Well, let's let's break that down because that's my daughter. Trump's your sister. You don't have a sister if you don't have a daughter. And I'm not talking about them. I don't want to bring their daughter, their sister, the daughter's sister because she passed away. But this is just family, period. Right. This is the dynamics of the fatherhood and the motherhood. Right. Like when we said 
we both, and I, and I think we all, like, our grandmother was special to us, but we got to let our mothers mourn. That's their mother. Right. What if we went, oh, I didn't like the way you treated grandma, bro. Smack the shot, you boy. That's their mother. It's not mine. You got to know your spot. That's masterpiece. Got to know your place. Yeah. That's his daughter. A problem that I got with the whole thing is, right, since Romeo has been yay he's been by Percy Miller's side. That says to Wouldn't me. Wouldn't know who the hell he was if he wasn't. That can say to me that the other people, children, relatives, they didn't want to work. They didn't mm-hmm. want to put in the effort that Romeo was putting in. Right. That's why you shining. I used to think he was the only child back you in the day. You would think that. Right. Yeah. You would think, damn. Now, you got to talk about Hersey, Mercy, Versy, Percy, Mercy, Cursey, Mercy. Hershey. You didn't, you wouldn't know that like, he like in the middle. He not the youngest, he not the oldest. But that can honestly tell you that the other kids that are in the middle don't want to be rappers. Don't want to be entrepreneurs. One of them in a, uh, playing D1 basketball somewhere. Dope. Yeah. And Romeo went to Syracuse, right? Something like that. No, nah, he went to USC. USC? Yeah, he went to USC. Oh, he, he graduated, right? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but he was there. But he was there. <laughs> All, listen to the point. And, and he, he was at ICDC. <laughs> 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 listen to all the points that we make it, though. It was set up for you to be a to be a, a star, whether entertainer or business or sports. Your dad had entertainment and NBA contacts. So let's talk about it real quick, because I don't really know this whole story, and we got a lot to talk about. We're going to keep it pushing. Romeo brought up the snack rap situation. Did you hear it? So did you know about that, right? Minimally. He said he did not receive a check from snack raps. The, 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 the chips with Romeo's face on it. All right, boy, take this $7 and shut up. And he said that, <laughs> and he said that he never received a penny, a royalty check or anything, because Master P had to pay his taxes. Let's break that down. This is I hate I don't, I don't like spoiled kids, fam. I don't, I don't like spoiled, I don't like, kids, I don't like spoiled kids. Like pieces of shit is what you are. If you're gonna be spoiled when Rome, and not understand and not understand, yeah, I don't like that. If you spoil and you understand, you know what's going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. That's fine. Let's break it down. When Romeo was born, they did live in the projects. Master P got them out of the projects and got them into mansions and flossing. What, what Romeo raps was to rap about? How his car was this, his watch was that. Well, cool. you, know, you knew that wasn't his boy. You was eight. <laughs> But daddy, but daddy's providing. He might like daddy might not put money in your pocket, but you're not hungry. You got a roof over your head. You got and nice that might clothes just, on your back. That just might be the old school mentality. I mean, you got a roof over your head, don't you? A nice one too. You ain't paying no bills. You ain't paying no bills. Um, rap snack. So I actually watched the interview on uh, one of the interviews that Master P did, and the rap snap situation came about because Master P and his partner got together and they wanted, you know. They want to shake up the industry because, you know, they got the pancakes. They got all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Master P said he actually got into an altercation with the partner because Master P wanted to put Romeo's face on the on the bag. They didn't mm-hmm. want Romeo. They didn't want him? They didn't want him. Master wow. P wanted Romeo. And the snap raps was uh, investment, not necessarily an investment. You know what I'm saying? It's like it was, it was, we're not going to make money off this, at least not for a while. It's just an investment. It's a good look. It's a, it's it's, it's something to get ourselves in the door. Right. Well, Romeo was claiming that he never received a check from him. Fam, they never wanted you in the bag. You you had some of them chips? No, me either. I don't even think they sell them. <laughs> Do they sell them? I don't know. Around the way? I don't know. I don't, don't know. I don't go to the corner store. 
And they ain't selling they ain't selling them shits at shop right. <laughs> I, they, or Aldi's <laughs> or say I mean, I wish they did, because I would like to support, but I'm just saying, like, it's 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 a lot going on. So I just want to ask I you. I was just turned off by a rapper's face on a bag of chips. No bag of chips that I ever consumed before had a man's face on it. It was weird for me. Yeah. It's not really a selling point. Yeah. Like they why do you need and this could be a knock on Master P, but why do we need to see your face on it? A lot of the brands that are, you know, are have logos. Logos or just play the back. That's it. Call it rap snacks. I think we'll get that. Hey, this is or say this this is a hip hop community bag of chips. Like put something was, on it. I was legit turned off by the bag. But you don't have to put your face on it, especially mm-hmm. Romeo, because he's not you, who you said like who who you silly? He doesn't have a fan base. Right. But with that being said, right? And then I'm thinking at it like this, like what I look like in the living room with my brothers and I go to get a snack and I come back and I'm eating <laughs> Yo, these rap snacks, rap snacks with Romeo. Romeo. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like it's over for you. Then it calls for bad jokes because you know, you know, usually when black people get the munchies after they smoking and drinking, oh man, it's Romeo. Oh man. you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it just leads yeah. to stupid conversations yeah, to put does. somebody's face on the I just think that a lot of big, a lot of good business is done when you don't know I own it. For me, I'm going to tell you this is a hip hop, you know, something, something bag of chips, but boom, boom, boom. But I wanted to talk about, you know, like I say, raising children, wealthy parents raising children. I remember Shaq was saying that he told his kids, mm-hmm. I'm rich. Not you. Not you. <laughs> French Montana, I think he was saying like, you know, he's rich, not you, not, not my kids. He make them work for it. Mm-hmm. But there are parents who come from the bottom, and the second you make it, you want to give your kids everything. Mm-hmm. What's your take? Like, what's your take or what's your way? How would you do it? Like, there is no right or wrong. There is no right or wrong way to do it. But what way are you receiving your hatred from the kids? Because it's coming. Eventually, they're going to turn on you. I, I'm a believer in that. Eventually, they're going to go... You know my what? dad is a punk ass motherfucker. Eventually, my nerves, eventually, that's what happens. Dad be on bitch ass shit. Fathers, if you listen to this, dad for hundred thousand dollars, he gonna toss my hand. He got it, got it. bitch ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kids, fathers, if you're listening, your kids will turn on you. Your daughter too. Your daughter. <laughs> Jesus, yo, is gonna be hard. Yo, I listen to. I'm gonna let you answer your story, but Master P was telling his other story about his one daughter, right? Where he put her out the house because she wasn't listening and told her to go live with uh, the mom. Mm-hmm. And she talking about something. I put her out. I paid for the house your mom in. I didn't put you out. I just sent you to a different home. Hey, go over there. <laughs> Not, you, you, I don't want you here. Go over there. What was the question you asked me, though? Which route you taking, though? You're a wealthy man, uh, business entrepreneur. Uh, I'm, are you um, spoiling your kids core rotten or are you like, now you got to work for this, like, I'm rich, not you type of vibe? I'm probably going to spoil my kid, to be honest with you. But it's also going to be uh, like based on who he is as a person. Like, I'm going to gauge my kid based on the shit he asking for. I, if you a fuck up and you a, and I know you be a gambler and a drinker and you come in on some shit like that, I got a plan. All I need is 300000 No, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Get your little stupid ass if I want to say. Or I might tell you, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Then I'll call you a little stupid ass when you walk away. But if I know him to be, you know what I'm saying, a solid kid and he he asking, but he ain't asking for shit that's not reasonable and is within some shit that was that's within the capabilities that I believe he can achieve, like, yeah, you got it. Like, hey, Tom. Even if you try and it don't work, but if you put in the effort that you tried to make it work, but it just didn't work, then... Cool, we can move on to the next thing. But 
If you just on some on some shit, like no man, get your ass out of here. I'll be honest. I'm not going to answer this question based off hindsight and seeing what's happening in the world. I'm gonna answer it of what I would actually do if I didn't know none of this exists, and I would spoil the hell out of my kids, right? Because I'm from the generation. My generation wants to give the kids what we never had. At least we try to. Mm-hmm. Like we try to live through our kids, mm-hmm. and it kind of it could bring arguments between the mother, the father, because we're trying our best to live through them. And that would be the message that I would give, you know, me being a grandfather and, you know, give, you Ooh, know, give my daughter. That feel crazy when I hear you say that. And give my daughter those type of gems. Don't try to live through your daughter. Don't try to live through your kid because it doesn't work. Like, you keep trying to give them stuff that you didn't have and it's never going to be fulfilling. And they don't give a fuck about it. And they don't care. <laughs> so, as, so, as you can see, when Romeo had bought it, when Master P bought a house next to him, mm-hmm. lived in the mansion... Was put through college, got all these movie roles. ICDC. ICDC. <laughs> got everything you could ask for, still not good enough. Mm-hmm. Even knowing that, I would be fulfilled by saying, I gave my kids what I didn't have because that's just my mentality. I'm sorry. Like, I just wouldn't want them to not have because it's not about me. Right. When you bring kids into this world, it becomes about them. Mm-hmm. And you go, well, I know what it's like to sleep, to share a bed with four people. We're not doing that. I know what it's like. Uh, 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 to not know what you want to eat for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. We not what doing it's that. Like to eat the same thing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, I, I know what it's days. like. I know what it's like for certain things. So you go now. We're not going to do that. Unfortunately, it doesn't really pan out as much as we would like it. Um, because like it's the gratitude. You spoil, spoil to spoil. Like the example I like to use. I know we like to use other kids, but King Combs is one. But Ice Cube's son, what's his name? Shay. I think I think he's a junior. Yeah, well, he's a junior. Okay, well, Ice Cube's son, right? O'Shea Jackson, junior. O'Shea Jackson, yeah. Ice Cube's son, right? Now, I don't know if he made this post about Romeo, but it really made us. It, it stood out because when he played Ice Cube in Straight Outta Compton, mm-hmm. Ice Cube didn't give him that role. He worked two years for it. Mm-hmm. He made him audition like a motherfucker. Everything that he's been doing, he's been working his butt off for. If he sat around and said, "Well, my dad is Ice Cube," and uh. That movie would have been trash. Where's my Where's my rent money, Daddy? Oh shit, you thirty years old. <laughs> Go get a job. Get your ass out. Like there, you get man. what I'm saying. It's like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's how, that's that plays into my response. You know what I'm saying I'm gauging my kid based on the shit that he's asking me for, and I'm gauging his capabilities based on what he's asking for. Like again, if y'all know you to be a drunk. And you be fucking around here with these prostitutes and you come up, I got a plan. All I need is a couple hundred, <laughs> a couple thousand. No, man, get your little stupid ass out of no, beat it. That's the type of shit that lead to the kid end up murdering he pops on some shit. But and it's a sad still, situation no. because Romeo is 30 something years old. So if not saying that it's too late for him to come up with the next invention, but if he was on the path to whatever, like he was set up. So let's say Pop see, let's say Pops did mess up some money. Okay, so what are you doing to? Did you help me recoup? Did you help me recoup it? Yeah, you know I'm saying. Like, are you going to help me make another two hundred million dollars, or are you just oh pop pops down on his luck? Pops you, lost all his money. Did you help me on that deal that we lost the money on? Were you supposed to get in on exactly. that? Did I? Did you bring me that deal? And exactly. know what I'm saying. Like, now I know we're not privileged to everything, but at the same time, we I haven't heard about anybody else doing anything outside of no limit and helping him make fortune. You think that shit going to happen with Blue Ivy and Beyonce one day? She'll be that spoiled teen, 
teen girl is rebellious and outrageous against the Carter throne? I think that depends on... Um, That'd be sad to see. I think, honestly, I think that couples who stay together have a better success rate um, of talking and having those conversations. Because I remember when Master P and uh, Master P and his wife had a divorce, I said, oh, Romeo gonna flip off this, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, usually kids take the side of their mother. So as long as, I think as long as Jay-Z and Beyonce are a happy, are a happy married couple, they have a better chance of building a better foundation with their children, mm-hmm. setting it up for being entrepreneurs. Now, don't get me wrong. They can turn to drugs. They could not want to be entrepreneurs. They could want to not be dancers. They could want to not, but it's up to them to figure it out. Right. You get what I'm saying? And if you, you can never blame the resource. That's why I can never blame Master P. Right. Because Romeo had all the yeah, chances. You can't blame the resource. If bro. if if anyone unless Beyonce, I really didn't provide any, and you it's bull, it. and that's, it's bull, that's, that's really and it's it. bull if he didn't. Right. If any of Beyonce's kids decide to be losers, <laughs> I could not blame Jay or Beyonce. Jay, no. Jay is a walking business. There's no way right. he's not teaching his son and his daughters the business. Right. At breakfast. At breakfast, you know what I'm saying. Before just bed, before bed. The book yeah. they reading is about and, how uh, and the car and the car to school on that shit. It's no way Jay ain't teaching his kids the business because see when you're selling that candy, you don't want to give the kids four pieces. You want to make sure it's only two. You want to make sure you save some to sell later. <laughs> As a fact, he can't help but drop them hustling gems. Ain't no way, fam. I'm not saying become rich, spoil your kids, and don't teach them the jewels. Ain't no way. That's not happening. But I'm going to give you the resources and the game. That's up to you to apply. What you do to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You can apply the gems anywhere. It's just about where you focus on. And I will say that since this podcast, whenever it comes out today and tomorrow, Romeo and P have rekindled. They're, they're, They're cool. It's nothing... They hooked up. They talked about it. Goddamn kids, man. But I'm not ready, bro. I'm glad my son still love me, man. <laughs> For now. I got about like six years. Hey. Oh, uh, yeah. I, uh, He's six now. So I got about 12 and six years. Because you know. it's about conquering the conqueror. Like, yeah. you're... If, if he feel like he can... Then when he go outside, he ain't got nothing to worry about. Because it's a man, like, basically, like nah, it's conquering... It's conquering a conqueror, right? Like, you rule with an iron fist. Like, they fear the father. It's, you're born that way. Until you don't. Mm-hmm. Until you become taller. Until you become stronger. And they cannot wait to test you. Yeah. It's it's the way it works. Yeah. Girls go through it all the time. That's why the daughters and the mothers always go at it. They knock that bitch head between the washer and dry. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks she grown now because she got titties. <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell the bitch my own damn tampons. <laughs> oh, Yo, so daughters and mothers go at it all the time. It's just that fathers and sons they pick the right. To, like women, the daughters and mothers go at it at a at a faster rate at a higher rate because they have no filter. They don't care. Like the daughters don't right. even be ready to battle the mom. They, they just don't. They just want it. Well, they want the smoke. They be 14. My mind got my nerves. Talk about eat your vegetables. <laughs> the sons I don't will wait. That shit. The sons will wait until they feel like they're ready. <laughs> like your fifteen year old son, it, it builds up after a while. It builds up my, dad, my dad, my dad, sitting there doing nothing. Man, he ain't asked doing me to nothing. take the trash out. He could have did that shit. <laughs> Big bitch ass nigga, man. Ooh, I can't wait. I'm telling you, that's what the kid's favorite. Shit. Ooh, I can't. 
I can't wait. Hey, yo, that's, that's crazy. I'm going to knock about. his fucking head off. <laughs> 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 fuck my dad up, boy. Oh, my God. Yo, that shit mad facts, bro. They be hot, boy. <laughs> Them little niggas be hot, boy. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. Fuck my dad up, <laughs> Talking shit all the Oh, time. but that's the actual factuals. It's funny, but it's spooky because the way we just broke it down... Girls don't got no filter, bro. They will be at it as soon as the teenage, so as soon as they become teenagers, the mom and the daughter is beefing. Mm-hmm. And then they bring you into it, bro. I got nothing to do with that, fam. But the sons, oh man. They wait till and, and then the son more than likely is going to be bigger than you. Tall and something. Like he's gonna mm-hmm. have something over you. He's gonna yeah. use that to his advantage. Um, I don't think my son gonna be taller than me. He part probably age. not. <laughs> he part Asian. I don't think that's gonna happen, bro. I think I'm gonna be the biggest dude in my household for a long time. <laughs> but but I think he gonna test me though, cause he shit, little nigga be touching me now. Goddamn, and I'd be mad because I can't really give him no. What, what the fuck? What you just? Mm-hmm. My son hit me up, daddy. I know, like he hit me with that all the time, bro. And it makes me mad because mm-hmm. you don't know shit, you little motherfucker. <laughs> Want to hit him with the ghost action? We put the pistol to us for Listen, you yeah, don't you know shit, little motherfucker. <laughs> don't you ever tell me you know. You don't know shit. Mm-hmm. You want to know some shit? You know what? Get the fuck out. Let's see what you know now. Out there, motherfucker. That day is coming, boy. <laughs> hey, so growing up, right, there was always like these rules that we would apply. But now that we older, somebody was to like violate your kid. Nothing too crazy. But are you willing to go to jail to protect your kids? Like somebody do something... The one time, are you willing to go like 25 to life? Remember we said, you did that to my kid, I kill you. It depends on what it is, but yeah, I would. Because I, the, the, the way I look at it, though, is yes, you are avenging your child's whatever happened in that moment, but then that's all you get. Like, you just get that one time. You got to make it good, though. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make it real good, bro. Niggas know how to strategize. They just gonna go wild off emotion. Nah, take your time, my nigga. That's 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 really take your time. That's nigga. where I'm like, nah, I'm torn, man. Cause but don't wait too long though, because the longer you let it, you, the longer you wait, the less you might feel like doing it. So you got to keep a little bit of emotion, but you, you got to keep it under control. You don't want to feel like anybody face off. You don't want to feel like anybody can just disrespect your kids, but you don't want to go overboard the one time. Because if you got a young child, you're no longer there to protect them off the one time. Yeah. I don't get me wrong. If it's depending on what it is, if it's to the extreme. I don't know. Everybody got a line, man. It's just everybody can't be that that in that scenario all the time. Like, I don't think I would be able to really keep a level too much of a level head in that scenario without retaliating in some sort of way. I, like we definitely gonna have it. A very, you know what I'm saying, disrespectful conversation, at least. Ain't is you know what I'm saying? Once I get one to the situation, like ain't really much else to talk about. But what the fuck is your problem? And what's good with these hands? Mm-hmm. That's that's really it. What the fuck is we gonna talk about? To tell you not to do it no more? The fuck? Yeah, that was you should have just... known that the first time. Nigga, like why I got to tell you not to do it no more. I just don't want us to just to quickly just be like, I'm gonna put it all on the line one time because now hit the bullshit button. Because now, hold on, I gotta find the bullshit button. I'm a little rusty. Oh man, hold on, bro. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Here it is. Bullshit. It's bullshit what? Yeah, what you just said. Bullshit. What did I say? Something about I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Yeah. 
been a while since I no, used these buttons. No, 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 no. I was like, oh, you don't know what you're doing in the, in the scenario. I, what I'm saying is we jump to conclusion to say, hey, the second my daughter gets a date, I'm buying a shotgun. Like, we're, we're, we're so... It's jokes. But your brain knows the life. You try, you try to stand on your word. Now it got me to thinking, like, okay, what you, whatever it is that happens to your child, the first offense, your, daughter, your kid's like seven, eight, and somebody does something. You're basically going, to, going away for the rest of their life and you're not there to protect them again, ever again. Seven to eight is a bit early. But again, I don't know, man. It depends on who who the dad is, fact, what the fuck he got going on. Matter of fact, you know where I got that doing? from? I think I might have got that from, I was watching a Netflix special, right? And this was like these, this bodybuilder couple. And the lady had two kids, no, I think they was the dad. Or she had two kids prior and started dating this guy. She said that he abused her. So one day she took a shotgun, bang, shot him. Damn. Went and reloaded, came back, shot him again. Damn. Oh, she nah, claimed, nah, nah, nah. that's murder. She claimed self-defense, but she lost. Man, you were asleep. You could have just left and you'd have been fine. He was done. She shot him like. She, no, shot him twice. she shot him in his sleep, right? No. They was fighting. Oh. Okay. Apparently he was whooping her. He went and got the she went and got the shotgun, shot him. Went back to the bedroom, got more shells, came back and shot him while he was already. Nah, I was playing. She put that shotgun there to begin with. She was going to shoot that nigga regardless if they got to it that night or the next day. But night. basically, her defense was she was tired of her kids. You know, she wanted her kids to go through that, like the abuse. Mm-hmm. Make a long story short, the kids wound up being fucked up, like, and then, like, mom, he wasn't there for us. You get what I'm saying? Wow. Like, yeah. in, her, in her world, she defended herself because she was being abused. Right. And the kids agreed, like, mine was being abused, but she lost the case because you went and reloaded the shotgun and shot yeah, him again. You, you OD, OD. Yeah, so um, it's just you, you can't win in these situations. That's all. You get yeah. what I'm saying? It's like you try your best to survive in the moment, and then, you know, your kids become teenagers and adults, that's, and they go looking for you. That's like, why. Where are you? You take your time, and you... <laughs> <laughs> Why you take your time on these niggas and you creep your hurt. <laughs> you don't let these niggas see you. All right. None of that. Let's get into it, man. Uh, fresh or fiasco. Niggas don't know how to pull a jux. Go on now. It's a lot of ice in these videos. It's a lot it of really money is. ice in these videos, man. But I don't, I don't get motivated by these videos, though, I don't bro. Either. I just ice, know man. these aren't motivational videos. Like, all the ice and cool. Because I know these dudes really broke. Ain't no like it's a lot of money, but you better you better hold on to it. Cause like speaking of said, that, now they said his uh he ain't have a will, and his parents arguing over his estate or his whatever. It's like twenty six million off yeah. off take off alone. Take it, yeah, so it's like twenty six million. Why is his parents arguing over the state? Over his estate? Why though? Because he didn't have a will, so they trying to figure out what's who mine and who's yeah. I get this and who get that. It wasn't. Divided up to nothing. But, but who though? Does he have kids? His parents. No, just his. I'm just saying. Just he don't have no kids. Nah. So his parents. Yeah. They're divorced. If they was ever married, this is <laughs> this is stupid. This is this is if what I mean by how dumb it is. This is what I'm saying. Like if his kids involved, okay, maybe the the parents get this. But bro, if it's mom and dad, like if it's 24 million, it's more money than you had. I would not be fighting over like. Don't get me wrong. Somebody on Twitter I don't want to be like, disrespectful. Somebody on Twitter was like, I ain't never heard a daddy ad lib. Always heard the boy say, Mama. mama. <laughs> so, go and get it to his mama. 
That's once again the disrespect Mama. for the pops. <laughs> the disrespect <laughs> for the dad, man. Like we, we like we don't we never heard a daddy ad lib, but that don't mean that, you know. They kind of do a little bit. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> never heard them not once. It's like if your mom that influential where you can get a popular ad lib after her, they never even not mention once that. Yeah. There has to be a lyric somewhere where he states that. I think every rapper has that parent bar. So I think for the rappers that we know. If their parents were to start fighting over their estate, I think we would call Cap. Like, yo, Pops, you weren't there. Pops, wild, chill out, bro. The fact that I'll be honest and say I don't know every takeoff lyric, and even though he did use the mama ad lib, I would like to hear him say, fuck Pops. And then they'll say, okay, cool. All right. Give it all to mom. <laughs> if he says it, if he said it, it's boring. Yeah. If he said, daddy was never around. I'm da 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 Okay, all right. all right. Mom gets the money. And I think that'll be easy I, to prove, so. I think so. <laughs> they can fight over the estate all they want. I'm going to go, what was the fiasco? I didn't word? even ask you. Oh. Speaking of bread, <laughs> Elon Musk loses 200 billy. Fresher fiasco. Shit, man. It's always a fiasco. Shit, I was a fiasco. I lost $50 a couple weeks ago. I was mad as hell, boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I fucking lose 200 big beans? Nah. <laughs> And like we discussed earlier, of course, it's not actual $200 billion in cash, but was it? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Oh. Was it was it 200 It's not $200 in cash of what he could potentially could have made or what his investment lost out on, whatever the case may be. But still, to know that $200 bill is within reach and then it slips through your fingers, mm-hmm. uh, that'll never sit right with me. But then again, I ain't, I ain't got Elon Musk bread, so maybe he ain't even tripping. Figure out another way to get another 200 billion real soon, anyway. Whatever. So let's just say, right? Billionaires had a bad year, it says in 2022. Globally, the world's billionaires lost nearly 2 trillion kaban in 2022. Damn. According to Forbes, the United States billionaires lost 660 million collectively, the highest of any country by Forbes count, as tech stock prices took a nosedive fueled by interest rates, soaring inflation, and worsening economy. Well, damn. In October, Elon Musk bought Twitter for $44 billion. He sold about $23 billion in Tesla shares to fund his acquisition. And he has since acknowledged the deal was obvious an overpayment. It says he's still worth $139 billion. Yeah, I'm not but, tripping. Uh, I'm not tripping. I, but, I, but I would trip, though. Because if, if you could lose two, $200 billion, then what's $139 <laughs> Like this isn't liquid bread. Like this isn't like this is stocks. This right. is investments. Right. And let's just say Tesla goes to shit. He admits that Twitter was a terrible investment. He did. Like, bro, you can lose it all, and more money, more problems. For I'd be more stressed, but the more money I get, I'd be more stressed. That's why one reason I would be stressed on two hundred billion. Why not? Because the more money, two hundred billion on top of his one hundred thirty nine. If I can lose two, I can lose 139. <laughs> That's how I look no, at no, no. it. I'm looking at it as gaining. Like you just said, more money, more problems. So if those, if those acquisitions go through and he acquires this 200 billion, now what the fuck you got to deal with? Mm-hmm. That's $319 billion, bro. Still the richest, uh, still the richest uh, man. No, you're not. Jeff Bezos, number one? Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. We gotta figure out nah. some shit to sell, bro. Je- yeah, Quit. no, no. I'm about to sell fucking lawn chairs or some shit. <laughs> I sell, I sell, um, um. Do it. I sell promo. Cos- uh, what is it? 
composition books. Composition uh. books on Amazon. Who get you a composition book, man? Um, no, man. I want to buy. I want to sell. I want to buy none. Just I'm you. selling it. So no. go buy it. No, I want to. But I want to sell. You buy something for me. Then put something on there. I buy it. But I'm selling something already. Shit. Go buy my stuff. Fresh a fiasco, man. On the documentary on the Shaq doc, it was revealed that Kobe Bryant was upset with Shaq's weight. And he said that if Shaq was in better shape, they would have won like 10 championships. Fresh a fiasco. Now you fucking with me with this question because you know I bleed purple and gold. Mm -hmm. Even when we trash this year. I'm about to put my Anthony David jersey on right now. I can't wait till he come back. But um, it's a fiasco. Now, as much as I would love for the Kobe Shaq Lakers to have won 10 in a row, the fact of the matter is, even if Shaq was in shape, it doesn't necessarily make up for the intangibles that, that happened in the game. Shaq fouling out, missing free throws, and also other teams getting better, too. Who's to say, goddamn... The Spurs went and traded for Iverson or some shit with Parker Ginobili and Duncan. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? On, on some shit like that. So it's not to say that the other teams wouldn't have figured, figured it out. Hell, the niggas lost to the fucking Pistons with Carl Malone and Gary Payton. With, yep. You know what I'm saying? And as far as the the the, the, the world of NBA names goes, them, them niggas was nobodies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they was a solid team. And then they, got, they knocked them niggas up out of there. So I'm going to go fiasco on that because... You know, like we said, three is the apex in the NBA. You'll want the most niggas ever won in a row is three. So and outside of that, that shit don't really get no better than that. When that's not good enough for you, <laughs> it's like I don't know what'll make you ever happy. Shaq won. I'm gonna go fiasco as well. Shaq won three straight championships, three straight finals MVPs in a dominant fashion. He's the most dominant player we've seen in our lifetime. Heard stories about other players, but in my lifetime, never seen him. There was a picture of Shaq dunking on the entire New Jersey Nets. Man, my favorite Shaq move, I got a lot of Shaq moves, but that move he put on David Robinson with the drop step and he dunked on his ass, man, that shit was like, God, who the fuck stopping that? And Kobe Bryant going, well, if you was in shape, you would have jumped a little bit two two inches higher. Like, I'm already the best right now. Like, I am the man. I don't have to base, I don't have to work as hard as you, Kobe. That was, and that was I don't have to work as hard as you. I don't. Right, I like you. I like. I love how hard you work, but I ain't gotta do all that. If they did not win those three championships, I can understand, but they did. And at the end of the day, y'all fell off. Now, why didn't y'all beat the Pistons? I don't think it had nothing to do with Shaq's weight. It was just you guys weren't in sync. No, they weren't. That was, was a the, bad. That was a bad that year was a for bad chemistry. Year. That was a bad year for chemistry. Like Carl Malone and Gary Payton was over the hill. They, yeah. they weren't stars. Kobe was going to court. Back Kobe and was forth. going back and forth to court, missing games and shit. Flying the court right after practices and games and shit. I'm definitely go fiasco. Um, like I said, Shaq being in shape, you weren't stopping the Spurs from coming because the Spurs were the team that eventually beat them. Um, the next year, um, you know Parker and Duncan was going to win a championship eventually. So I don't understand this whole he's going to run the table thing. And in my opinion, Kobe Bryant is great, but he wasn't as great as he was as he could have been at that time either. Like you needed Shaq to carry. So it's not like Shaq was holding him down. Like Kobe was working towards greatness, but she. But the Lakers Shaq, are not those Lakers, and none of those championships happen without Shaq. Yeah, bro. Kobe Bryant is good, but he wasn't yeah. ready to be the man. No, and in two thousand in nineteen ninety nine, two thousand one, two thousand one. Nah, nah. So, but he was that nigga though. He was. He was. 
Rest in peace to the black mama. Man. Always. Absolutely, man. Um, before we get out of here, man, we definitely got to do the fuck is you doing, I'm man. for life, that's it. And um, we're going to dedicate this to Mr. Tory Lanez. Now, you might not be able to hear this because you don't got the headphones on. Go on now. But I am going to play what the fuck is you doing for Mr. Lanez. If you'd like to hear it, here it go. Got this, or you want me to take it? it Today's addition to Fuck Is You Doing goes out to Mr. Tory Lanes. If you guys remember, long uh, lifers of the podcast, brothers, we did an episode on Tory Lanes a few years ago. Man, we xed out his face. We just gave we just gave him the Fuck Is You Doing like years ago because uh, he allegedly shot a girl, but. The last two years, he has been screaming his innocence, and for the doubters, you will see. It was very believable. I believed him once in a while. Can't be that serious, because some of the stuff wasn't making sense. They lied to us and says there was no no gunpowder residue on him. They said Meg didn't get shot. She just stepped on glass, possibly. Only to find out that after the trial... The phone call Tory Lanez made to Kelsey got leaked. And the young boy, Tory Lanez, apologized for what he did and said he was too drunk. And he needs her to help him out. That was his game plan. He preached and was very emotional about his innocence for two years. And his game plan was for Kelsey to bail him out. Before the trial, they wanted him to take lesser charges. He said no. Because for some reason, he thought he was going to beat the charges. <laughs> <laughs> then they hid the driver, the bodyguard. Then, that's what happened to him? They couldn't find him. Where was he when they found him? Chilling. But they couldn't find him at first. Then they wound up finding him only to not even use him. Don't know why. Don't know why. Trial starts. Kelsey goes, nah, Tori didn't do it. Don't know who did it. I plead the fifth. Don't know who done it. I think Megan did it. <laughs> I think Megan might did it. <laughs> Somehow, someway, this quarter of a million lawyer of Tory Lane suggested some audio be brought into question. Once the lawyer brings something up, the judge can either accept it or not accept it. The judge accepts it. So now this leaked, all, this leaked audio of Tory <laughs> calling Kelsey, mm-hmm. admitting he what he did was wrong and he was stupid because he was drunk. Let's rewind it. I want to. I I want to go over just how stupid Mr. Lanes is. I remember celebrities used to be like their their image used to be protected by their character. Right now with social media, we just know too much of people. We just know how stupid people are. And they're just us with money. 
Mr. Tory Lanez, who's, I don't want to use his age, he's about like 20, 29, still a young kid, but stupid nonetheless. Apparently, he had a sexual relationship with Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Meg The Stallion found out one of their relationship with Tory because that's how Meg gets down, allegedly. She sleeps with Kelsey's friends. Mm-hmm. Tori does it. Typical nigga stuff. Mm-hmm. Kelsey and Meg wants to hang out together with Tori. First mistake. Yeah, let's hang out. Sure. With the two girls that I'm smashing, but one don't know I'm smashing other. Sure. Let's go. While I'm at this party that you're taking me to. Yeah. No, I'm not going. Nah, I ain't going out. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going out tonight. I got hey, I'm, I'm feel good. COVID. My toe hurt. <laughs> <laughs> then you go to this party with two women that you're intimate with just to flirt with the host. Another one. Just to flirt with the host. <laughs> this nigga on reckless time. <laughs> you're in the pool with Kylie Jenner trying to smash. No, and you pulled up with two women. That you already smashed. He, the whole, so allegedly, apparently, to, uh, uh, Kelsey and Meg the Stallion leave. Meg the Stallion decides, nah, spin around, go back, I left my shoe. Which she's lying. She wants to go back to get Tori because she feels some type of way, which she should. If I bring a girl to an event and the host... Now, you know, once all got her hooked up and wants me to leave, oh, I want to leave with the girl I came with. I get it, Meg. I get it. It's pride. Mm-hmm. It's pride. It's that. Pride. It's, it's pride. Now and, you, and, and, and alcohol. You kicked me out the house and you about to smash? Nah. Come back, Tori. Yo, you going. Apparently, some reason for some reason, Kelsey and Meg got into an argument. Don't know why. I'm not too invested in it, believe it or not. Tory Lanez decided to break up the argument by pulling out a gun <laughs> <laughs> and shoot in the air or help Kelsey. Whatever it is, instead of saying, instead of telling his bodyguard to break it up, which is that's his job, <laughs> instead of telling him, instead of telling the bodyguard to handle that or whatever, because that's his job, he decides to pull out a gun. Shoot it in the air. Shoot it. Shoot it somewhere to get everybody's attention to stop fighting. Apparently, bullet fragments or whatever got into Meg's foot. Ironic how that works. Did he aim at her foot and shoot it? No. Which is the ignorance of us because that's what we're debating. He didn't shoot her in the foot. She stepped on glass. She didn't tell him right away. She did it. It's a lot of stuff that we take had to take accountability for because this whole story makes no sense. Because if you actually listen to it, this is why Tory Lane gets the fuck is you doing? Because this whole thing mapped out. It's like, bro, why was you even there? Why did you even pull up? Listen, smashing friends, I'm not tripping on that. But hanging out with them together and they don't know. I could see if they knew. And they was cool with it. Hey, you smash, I smash. I smash, you smash. We friends now. It, it, it didn't lead to nothing. Now we, now we a couple. Now we a poly couple. Kylie look good. Let's see if Kylie want to join. It, I can see it's different if that's the conversation, but it wasn't. You was moving on demon time, Tor, Troy. You was moving on real demon time. I'm going to smash you, smash you. Y'all going to take me to this party. Y'all going to get kicked out. I'm going to try to smash Kylie. 
Forget what Travis Scott thinks. <laughs> Forget any of that stuff. Meantime, while I'm on trial, I'm going to start a fight with August Asilia. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to drop music. I'm going to tell everybody I'm innocent. I'm going to tell everybody. I'm going to pop up at Rolling Loud. I'm going to do all the stuff that I shouldn't be doing. Short person syndrome is a real thing, people. It clouds your judgment. <laughs> it allows you to act reckless. It, you, 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 you don't think straight. You just... <laughs> it is a real thing, at, man. At what height does this become... You got to be five, six and down. Five, six and down. You're eligible for this short person syndrome. It's, you're the toughest guy in the room. You want to fight every... Remember on cartoons, like the boss was always this big? And the, and, and the muscle, and the muscle was, was always seven feet tall? Uh, what do you say, George? Like George was always like three five, but he was always the boss. <laughs> he was mean as shit. He mean as hell. Hey, what I say? Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. <laughs> At the end of the day, man. Um, he got sent. He didn't get sentenced yet. Uh, but they got found him guilty like two days before Christmas. At the end of the day, Tory Lane's lawyer. Uh, they should have known that he wasn't going to beat these charges because guess what, people? He didn't get charged for shooting Meg. Wasn't the charges. I don't really recall what the charges were, but I think one of them was just un, you know, having an unregistered gun, unloading a registered gun, and just firing off, period, I think. Don't, don't get me wrong. After he does his 20 years, he's a lifetime loser. Loser. He is the stupidest guy Walking, I got no pity for him, fam. Like, I, I it is the dumbest thing I've seen. You get locked up trying to break up an argument, it's not even a situation that was called for. For that, if it was a situation where it was hot and it was going there with some other niggas that was really trying it. He has no reason to pull out the ratchet. He's with his bodyguard. But 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 let's keep in mind those two other women were bigger than him. Way bigger. So with that being said, Tory Lanez, what the fuck? That's what happens when you're the smallest person in the room, fam. I gotta defend myself somehow. This song was made for him. Episode 201 of the podcast, brothers. Jason, you want to say something before we end so we can end the episode? Year 2023. Mike Phobia, Jace. You can say something. You'll regret it later. Say my dad is cool. Say it from right there. Ooh. All right, so we about to get up out of here, man. Episode, Episode 201. 201. For real this time. 23. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We'll be back. Peace out.